But if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never What the fuck is up, Julius, and welcome to Pod of Greed presented by Kybercore, our sponsors and overlords. Um we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh on this podcast. We didn't watch an episode. The world's only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. The world's number one Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. There are surprisingly less Yu-Gi-Oh podcasts than I thought there were. There's one. Exactly one. And it's us. It's us. That makes us the best. And Mm -hmm. regardless, even if there was another, we're the only one sponsored by Kybercorp. So, you know. (laughs) What are you guys... What is everyone else doing? I'm Dan, and I'm also known as Mike Dawson. I'm just fucking sticking my hands in teriyaki sauce. My name is Argyle. I'm Sarah, and I'm a completely different person from the time that we last recorded since I now read Naruto and play Magic (laughs) Gathering. I've gone through character development. I'm Max, and I'm proud of Sarah for becoming less valid. (laughs) Sarah is... uh, has taken a frightening turn since we started this podcast. I feel like we've corrupted her, and... Yeah, this this is our um, summary episode where we're gonna... we're gonna sort of look have a look back at season zero and you know figure out what the fuck happened and what we liked about it and what we didn't and what we're gonna do next some things we liked and blah 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 so are we gonna just start with whatever or do we like go over the plot as a whole no we're not gonna go over the plot it doesn't i mean look you've made it this far you've listened to all of our other episodes if you don't know what happened in season zero right now find a different podcast fuck you Fuck You're you. valid. <laughs> We're we, just opening this one with like pure hostility. Okay. That's me every day. It's it's just it's the influence from Kaiba. That's like the Kaiba core policy. Is that you just got to We're say, just fuck turning you to more and more into just like rude teen assholes. Yeah, I was actually watching some more Yu-Gi-Oh in a different stream the other night, and Kaiba is such a tremendous asshole, and I love him. He rules. Uh, He's so see. good. So yeah, season zero is the, the, you know, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. You know it and yes. you'll love it. Does anyone have any opinions they would so like to it's, just it is kind about? of, uh, I am going to miss it because it, it is uh, very different from yeah. where what we're going to be going into. Yeah, uh, I'm going to miss all this stuff, you know? I, like... I do really like, you know, the where it's going, but this has its own unique flavor that is good. Uh, like, I think this is, like, pretty good through and through. Like, it's a it's a pretty decent anime, like, Season Zero, on its own. Yeah, yeah it's there just a good this, anime. It's just a really good anime. Like, it has this nice 90s aesthetic. It's got this whole thing about, like, ironic punishments and, like, a, and, like, a, a hero who... A hero who takes someone evil and turns them good, like, coming to terms with this other persona they have. There's the weird Yeah, it's a metaphor for accepting yourself, as we've discussed. I think less a metaphor and more of the show saying you should accept yourself. Yes. Thank you, the show of Yu-Gi-Oh! I needed that sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very, it's uplifting. It's a nice, it's a really interesting show. The, the variation is very nice, the more contained plots that, yeah. you know, the, the longest thing we had was the finale, the, the Bakura arc. Yeah. That like three a episode whole three run. episodes. Like, we're gonna get into, oh, like, Battle City. There's gonna and... be, like, four, five, six part episodes. Yeah, Duelist Kingdom. Get ready yeah. for that. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! just gets ridiculous. Like, Dungeon Dice Monsters is four episodes. So many That's people have just... asked to be on Dungeon Dice Monsters that I think we should just do four episodes, each on like a single Dungeon Dice Monsters episode. Just yeah, so, yeah just so, so they can talk can about how much they love Dungeon Dice Monsters. I think it's that's the best so way to do it. Incredible! It's a good ass series of episodes because like Dungeon I don't Dice remember. Monsters. I never saw it. It's a breath Dungeon of fresh Dice air Monst- after all of the dual monsters, and it, it's yeah. uh, it's probably not a good game, but like it also it's has not Duke a Devlin. good game. The game that you can like play the game like it is there is like a like a DS game of it or something isn't there? Um, I, don't know. I know there's like a physical game of it. I can tell you that the plot of Dungeon Dice Monsters involves 
avoiding Joey from having to go in public in a fursuit. Duke Devlin is into puppy play, and it, I'm not. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Hey, Dungeon Dice Monsters, um, released in 2003 for the Nintendo Game Boy Advance. Look huh. at that. Ooh. Nice. Wonder can I get that on my emulator? Hmm. I think you can, Sarah. Uh, what what were you guys' thoughts on Miho, the character who is useless? Exclusive to this. She she could have not like Miho, and now I do. Yeah, well, I'm conflicted because she is useless yeah. to the overall plot, but uh, she has a cer- she has a certain charm about her, and yeah, she does some fun stuff. Like my initial reaction to seeing Miho is, oh, this is if this were a an anime that came out in the last decade or two, this would be the Moe Bait character. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do like how much Miho just kind of doesn't seem to care about anything that's going on. <laughs> Her general just nonchalant attitude is admirable. I do think... I I still... I, I like Miho, okay? Like, Miho has some really good moments, such as when she, like, beats the shit out of that, like, pedo yeah. guy... And when she just that... doesn't give a shit, and when she's savage, but still, I have like a little dock of notes that say top three things about season zero and bottom three things about season zero. And number one on my list of bottom three things about season zero is Miho. Hmm, that's fair. Wowzers. But I still kind of like her, so that just shows that I just really fucking love season zero. You want to um... talk about your other top threes and bottom threes? Um, my bottom three things are number one. Miho, why? Um, the fact that everything looks deep fried as shit, like watching the episodes <laughs> and they're like about like 100 pixels across and you're yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? That's, I mean, that's, that's just a side effect animates. of being an anime in the 90s. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fairly I mean, sure that is... a few of the episodes that I watched had like actual VHS ass shit on it. Like the scanning Yeah, they, they, like, they did little like glitches and like... Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's kind of an aesthetic. That, like, it's an aesthetic. Yeah, I, I I kind of dig it. It's like, I would love to see this in like the background of a vaporwave music video, you know? Oh, man. But it's also just hard to watch. Oh, yeah. it, it feels like God. you're watching it on the TV that Yugi's grandpa's soul got sucked into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. I, I appreciated that even though it was understated, Kaiba's still a tremendous asshole. Yeah, he's not the main focus, but he still is. When he's there, he makes it known. By the end of season zero, he is. Uh, he, he's still just in a fucking coma, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say he he never gets redeemed, but he doesn't get redeemed in normal ass Yu Gi Oh either. He starts to get redeemed. You don't see the payoff, but like he you see the seed of it being planted. I'm actually I'm really excited for more Kaiba. I mean, like much as you know. I stand season zero. Just, I'm so pumped to get into. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Just yes. get into I, it. And see more Kaiba. It's a just, long like, ways away, but I, I, I'm personally excited for like later arcs and later villains and later ridiculous shit. Like none of the villains I think fully come to Kaiba, but there's some crazy shit and like a lot of goofy dub things like. Like in GX, there's like a vil- there's like a, a duelist of the week who's just like in the dub they made him like a stoner and called him Bolowski. <laughs> okay, that's a little on the nose. They I, also I turned actually... all alcohol into hot sauce. That's the only thing I know about GX. <laughs> kind of like how you know jelly donuts are onigiri in Pokemon. Oh. Oh yeah, I, you love series, a jelly donut. I do love jelly donuts. The fourth series, Zexel, one of the main characters is a cat girl named Kathy Catherine. And that's in both versions. <laughs> that's good. God, that's really good. Fuck me up. How long, how many years is it until we get to that? <laughs> oh, that's three. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> such say, a long it was time. Like, uh, it was so jarring because it's like I mentioned this like five million times but I watched Dark Side of Dimensions like a month ago in the middle of watching season zero and it was like just so it was such a like a slap to the face being presented with like the different character models where like everyone in Dark Side of Dimensions looks like a fucking matchstick man and then everyone in season zero <laughs> is like soft and round and yeah. like everyone in Dark Side of Dimensions is like an abstract like painting of someone who's like covered in like broken glass <laughs> and everyone in yeah. season zero looks like a pool floaty yeah. 
speaking of pool floaties, do you remember that really good picture of Yugi? Yeah, that's like that's like the thing that enters my mind when I think of a season zero character shape. Like Wait, when I talk about season zero to the the other group I'm in that do- only watches like dub stuff because there's a lot of goofy shit there. Wait, which, wait, what pill floaty thing are you talking about? I have no idea what you're on about. You know, the really good picture of Yugi from that Elliot's icon is, and... Oh, the emoji. you mean this emoji? <laughs> yes, that emoji! Okay, yes. This, honestly, the, like, I... I will be thinking about that like swimming pool episode for the rest. Yeah, of there's my a life. there's a lot of uh, fun off model stuff in season zero, which I I feel like that one was intentional though, at least a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, like I, I'm a fan of stuff like that, and I don't I I mean I can't think of any instances of it happening in the main series. It, I think it happens maybe a couple times, but not nearly to the extent that it does here. I mean, I mean there's like, like the weird exaggerated faces. Oh, you were saying, Sarah? Like, the um, the main series, like, whenever I was watching the main series, a lot of the time I was just like, Jesus Christ, this animation is so fucking shit and cheap. Um, but it doesn't... It's the thing that, like, everything has to get reviews because there's so much, like, different content. It's, it's like, there's 150 Pokemon in, like, you know, the Pokemon anime, so it's like, how many times can we reuse this one animation of Bulbasaur attacking? It's like, you know, you know, um, Joey face. Joey face. Like, that face? Yeah. That You're doesn't. Fucking girlfriend. <laughs> 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 we all like, love Joey Face. God, I I am Pokemon going to get a mug with that face on it one day. <laughs> we um, we need tattoo. to keep a Joey Face count. Like it's 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 seldom enough that we can just keep a count of it. Yeah, because like it happens multiple times because like they just like reuse so many frames and like once I started noticing them reusing frames in the main series like it just like every time i was like oh there's another it was just like a drinking game for me (laughs) but like season zero i felt like didn't really do that like they had shit animation but it was shit animation in like a really different way where just like it was just yeah there wasn't like any just stock clips that they used it's like the transformation sequences it's the same thing in the main series every fucking time but like in season zero every episode has its own you know, I really appreciated, like, the Season Zero plot formula, like, asshole, weird asshole is introduced, the asshole fucks with Yugi and his friends to rising levels until, like, Yami comes out and treats them to an ironic punishment. Yeah, it, it, it's very much like the Villain of the Week formula, and I think that works, you know, in a juxtaposition between Duel Monsters, where it's, like, very much a more overarching grand story that still has those elements sprinkled into it but like yeah seeing like almost an entire season of just like villain of the week i i I think it worked well for what the show was because it wasn't just villain of the week it was like game of the week so like yeah kept on changing things up i feel like this is a good time to segue into ranking villains of the week and yummy transformations and stuff i'm trying to think like which villain like deserved most of what there were couple- oh for sure it was that like creepy guy who was after yeah. me who deserved to yeah. literally die yes the main reason i even like the episode is just because like usually those sort of characters wouldn't really be called out for their bullshit in a lot of bad anime i've seen plenty of bad anime and they just sort of let it slide yeah like i i i, I fall asleep every night dreaming of yami putting mineta in the Dimension of Darkness for his oh horny God. crimes. Sorry, I'll be back in 20 minutes. I need to draw some fan art immediately. No, no, not literally. I may draw that later because uh, I would okay. love to see that with my eyes. Right. And I bought new pens, so I'm oh, going to Expect it on the Tumblr. The virtual pet play enthusiast, or uh, Hayama, the one Hayama... who looks like the protagonist of a different anime. Now, yeah. now, Dan, you did say a very troubling phrase. You combine two things. You combine virtual pets and pet play, and you did say <laughs> yeah. virtual pet play, and I gotta say, I'm a little troubled by hearing that out loud. I'm sorry that you had to hear that. Uh, to all of you listeners out there, I'm sorry those words will forever echo in your mind. <laughs> this is our official apology. Can we all just agree uh, that Dan is the cursed thing-sayer of this show? Let's see, I don't know, Sarah. Man. You talk about feet a lot. 
you did talk about Yugi growing two feet, and oh, we should point out because Yugi get feet. A lot of several people, including myself, thought that was a dick joke, but it was just a he got feet joke. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know how you guys thought it was a dick joke, but it was just a funny feet joke. Yeah, I don't know. I just I like to hear the phrase Yugi get feet. Damn, he a gamer and he get feet. Yugi a gamer and he got feet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the Twisted Mad Bomber. Oh, that guy was cool. Got... I like that guy. Do we even get to see uh, him? Who the fuck are you talking about? The guy the at the amusement park, amusement park who blew up the Ferris wheel. Oh, the gaming IRA. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> gamer IRA. Shit. Uh, let's yeah, okay. Uh, it's a tough choice, but I... Th- I think I'm gonna go with Daimon. Um, he he wasn't really a straight up villain. Um, he was a friend, but he he was really cool. Uh, he he's just an old man who likes games, and like that's just what drives him. And he likes making friends through games. Uh, and he wants Yami to cure Kaiba, which he does by uh, killing him. Put he just put him in a coma. Did he die? Yeah, Daimon did die. He was, he was already, a cybernetic he was old dead man before. Like he was already <laughs> yeah, he was, dead. Yeah, he was dead before we oh had, even met him. Shinderu. Yeah, he was already was dead. Like, like like that joke. Yeah, like he, that he joke. had cyber lungs and cyber feet, and so, and, and then he got killed when he overdosed on Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh, but like cool. him a, and a gamer's death. Him and Yugi's friendship is really cute, and. Uh, it just really pure and good, and he's uh, very good at dual monsters, and I like him. Uh, let's see. My favorite was probably... I don't even have his real name. Like, the second or third of the Dueling Elite Four. Uh, the anime Gladstone Gander, who's just so lucky. Yeah, that, that's like, Ryuichi. Yeah, Ryuichi. Uh, he, just because he's just such a tremendous asshole about everything. I love it. it. It makes it very satisfying to get it, to see him taken down a peg, just because like they keep building up how much of a dick he is. Kendo Ikari also has that, but I like him. I like Ryuichi a little bit more, partly because like like I said, I just keep thinking of Gladstone Gander from like the Scrooge McDuck comics and Ducktales or whatever, a character who is such an asshole in his source material that. That the wife of the creator made him stop writing stories about him because she hated him so much. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like no, that. that's power. I think uh, my favorite might be um, Yugi's goth GF uh, Risa, just because like she 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 pulled the long con in that there were three of her, um, <laughs> causing like psychological damage to Yugi for a while. That's six entire um, titties, folks. Oh yeah, yeah, Tatea mostly, um, but I, <laughs> I just I very much like the moment when when they all like start trying to jump them when they're leaving uh, Yugi's place, and one of them like jumps in to a door frame as they're trying to leave, and Jinochi just yells "bitch," tries to like tackle her, and she just like beats his ass right then and there. <laughs> Is that the one where she kicks him in the balls? Yes, and he just like lies there for a oh, minute, yeah. like ah, yep. oh yeah, it's what he gets. But I, I I just I just like that because of like the, you know it's like a it's a fun neat trick to pull. Yeah. Also, she is a big titty goth GF. She is that, yeah. huh? And she was you know just straight out of Macbeth, so that's always a plus, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think for me, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Eileen, um, because I liked the way I for, I like the way she was like half Indian and was a model, yeah, and dancer, Indian and had a pet Canadian. tiger. And she was, was just really like cool for most of it. It's like Eileen is someone that you know it would be. I would. I'm like, like fucking goals, mate, kind of thing. Um, but yeah. also, I just I liked her as a villain because she was really like honorable, and like when she lost to Yami, she was like, all right, like she she like she took that. She was but like, then she came back. And then she she did very much come back, but we don't need to talk about she that. She came back. <laughs> she played Street Fighter against Joey. She did, and it was good. Yeah, the, well, the second guess... time Eileen shut up is, for all intents and purposes, non-canon because it made absolutely no sense to her character. 
I mean, also Ryoichi showed up, so... Yeah, but he's an asshole, and he would. Yeah, he would. Also, just spend a moment talking about fucking Golf Gendo Ikari, just because he's such an incredible villain in general. He he did very much polish his club, so to speak, uh, in front of people in his office. Oh, yeah, like a funny wank. And, <laughs> and, and like that, I, I mean, quite literally, he polished his golden golf club. But he did a funny rank. Um, I'm going to post some gifts in the chat. Do it. Um, and I'm going to post 25 see. gifts. I'm only going to post six gifts. Um, okay. Sex gifts. Yeah, sex gifts. I'm posting sex gifts in the chat. I'm liking this content, uh, Sarah. I'm trying to. I'm trying this to find good. the one where he T poses into Yami because that's. <laughs> oh, hold I think on. that's episode three. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find it. Yeah, that's that was three or four. Hey, hey, or, I made I made a gif of all of them. So, oh, this is it. Yeah. Um, like so, the the ones on my list include the golf episode one, where like where his he, like, shadow gets really fucking the big. Hospital. Yeah, that was the one really good. in the Eileen episode that was like extremely Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, with like the weird color um, changing and everything. Yeah, oh, the one the where he was like, there he is. Bitch! Like, the one where he breathed in and was suddenly yes. yummy. Um, the first one from episode one is, like, obviously kind of iconic because it's, like, the first one. He comes out and he's got the Guy Fieri flame decals in his eyes and is just, like, completely kind of evil. And, like, that's that's a yummy that I like to think about. Yes. Um, for some reason, like, a random favourite of mine is the one from episode eight where um, I think that's the one that Kaiba gets his first Game Master with the dolls. And, like, uh, he gets, like, knocked over and, like, planks onto the floor. Oh, my God, um, right. <laughs> and, like, transforms into Yami from a planking position. Like, it, it, there's nothing, like, special about it, but it's just very funny to me. That's the thing. Um, half, of these, half of these Yami transformations are, like, funny and stupid and goofy. And half of them are, like, oh, my God, I'm at the edge of my seats. This is the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the one where, like, it's kind of, it's not really a transformation. Um... But is the one where he like take like he snatches the puzzle back? Um, yeah, from... James Mason really just cool posted it as a chat. Like, yeah, like yeah. you find out he loses and like oh nope nope. If just by doing that, now it's time for Yami. Good luck, oh, bitch. So... Oh yeah, this is Sailor Moon Retire Bitch dot gif. That's the one from from. Um, uh, uh, I from think the I think episode. One of my favorite ones is uh, I mean it's not even shown, but the one from the Bakura arc. Where uh, everyone gets put into the D and D game, and then Bakura is gloating yeah. like he won, but suddenly he's suddenly startled, and Yami's there. <laughs> and, and he's, yeah, yeah, he's I, like Bakura's double take is just like legendary. Mm. Mm. Chef's kiss. Um, okay, so I don't sort of. I've posted kind of the more aesthetic ones in in the Discord chat, but if if you wanna, I don't know. I I, I mean the the only Yami transformation that like actually matters. I mean they're all amazing, but like the the one that he does when he's about to fight Mokuba, just because like it, it it's the that's my secret Kappa Yami one. That's just like when he like constantly does it. I'm just like holy shit, this is like. The most fucking amazing thing ever. Yeah, that that I one's really really cool. Like both from like a, a symbolic standpoint and just you know looking at it. Uh, but like I think the one that I like the most visually is uh, probably this third one you posted. I don't know what episode it's from, but one, two, three. Oh, that's the one from the first episode. Ah, right? hell Shadow yeah. yeah! Yeah, that's good. I, I think I... my favorite has to be like. It's got to be the one with the hospital. It's just like, just like the impending doom upon Gendo Ikari that Yami is about to provide. Just that whole looming shot. It's so good. And also, and, that, and that like... transformation uses like three D rendering too. Like in order to like go through the whole hospital, it like looks like not just different because of the style of different because of like the actual technique that they made it with. Yeah. 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 And it's just like yeah, he's huh. like. The, the sort of the shadow of death is stalking through the corridors of the hospital, which I'm sure is very fucking poetic or some bullshit like that. The door to darkness but, you know, has really indeed been opened. He's just going after, like, Golf Gendo Ikari, but, like, the, it, it's just, it's tight as fuck. 
It's like hell yeah. Good. Yeah. I actually I really um because in whenever the the next anime comes along, the, like me and Yu-Gi-Oh, like they kind of ease back on using that like third eye imagery that Yugi has in his forehead whenever he like yammies the fuck up. Yeah. And like, I'm I'm gonna miss it. Yeah. Because like I really yeah. like whenever he gets his like cool eye shit, and like it doesn't yeah. happen. And he often, doesn't like, use like explicit anime. magic nearly as much. Like, he does a mind crush in the first episode, and then like. I don't know. Maybe a couple more in that season. I don't. I don't remember if he does any after that. It's the like, ironic punishments were so good. It's like it's almost like Yami forgets how to use magic. <laughs> like I genuinely think that he as Yami like becomes more human or something, he like forgets how to use magic. Like that's the only explanation <laughs> okay. I have for it in my head. I, I mean, that sounds why... like canon enough that I would agree with it. I think yeah. main series Yami is just like. They they just decided to get rid of the magic by end of, the end of season one. He's just really good at games, is his thing. Yeah, they had to nerf games him because he was too OP. Games? Also, from what I remember, what I've seen of like the Four Kids show, there aren't like any cool transformations. It's usually the same one. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. The stock they just use a, the stock footage every single time. Yeah, it's less about yeah. the transformation, more about just like let's do a duel now that he's like really good at dueling or whatever. It's time to duel. See, like, let, uh, everyone, let's just let's just let's just appreciate while we can, while we're on it, that what we're gonna miss, like, such as this, you know, the this near to the the penultimate one I posted in the chat, which is the one from the Eileen episode, which is just yeah, like that one is very, very magical good. girl. Like the camera, like swirls around him, the colors go inverted. There's like one minute it's orange, the next minute it's green and shit, and there's a cool silhouette and the. He jumps in the air and oh my god! Yeah, it's beautiful. it's just it's so fucking sick. And you know what? What if they just use that stock transformation for like the, the entire next time? Movie? Yeah, the one they use in the main Season. series isn't very visually impressive. He just kind of screams Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! God, I am looking forward to just the dub. The dub is extremely good. <laughs> uh, Me and Sarah are on a, are on team subs. I'm I'm I am looking forward to being team subs and seeing uh, Bandit Keith with gun. Or sorry, I mean point finger. That <laughs> I am um, gonna miss Bandit Keith with a gun. I won't. I like him pointing fingers. <laughs> Finger guns. You point you. finger at me again. Everything you say to me. Sorry, oh I just God. regressed 2003 again. Just, you, just you, like you've you. been getting into Naruto. You're into Linkin Park now. I, I, okay. I've always been into Linkin Park, but now I'm into My Chemical Romance. <laughs> yes. Linkin Park was the first CD I bought from a shop. By my myself. Chemical Romance was the first CD I bought from a shop. Hell yeah! I guess what we have next are like discussing episode titles, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or unless you want to go to Queen of Games or something else. Yeah, do you want to do Queen of Games, actually? Yeah, let's do our weekly uh, award-winning segment, Queens of Games. Yes! In which yeah. we talk about yes, games, because we... Yas, Queen. Because we don't in, do that in, the rest of the time. In which we, the Queens, talk about games in our uh, sanctioned part of the podcast, which is the only part we're allowed to talk about video games in. Uh, Argyle. <laughs> Tell us about a game. Well, uh, it's a very big day for gaming news for all gamers everywhere. Uh, gamers unite. Gamers rise today, up. Um, today, it was announced that Ryugaga Toko Studios, uh, Ryugaga Toko, I, I probably oh, butchered that. Oh, is this the that. S Attorney one? The the the, the Yakuza devs. They are yeah, making Ryugaga Toko. They are making a game that is. Uh, I mean, at the moment, it's called Project Judge. Uh, it is. I thought it was called Judge Eyes. Judge Eyes, Project Judge, uh, is what it's called in the West at the moment. It might change because they'll probably want to rebrand it to tie it into Yakuza. So the thing is, you are an attorney, also kind of a private investigator, and uh, it, it, it is. It has gameplay that is kind of unique to it in that it, you, you kind of do espionage you take pictures of people like and snoop around and uh gather clues and stuff from what it looks like uh but it does also have yakuza style 
kick-ass beat-em-up combat gameplay. Um, the the style of combat looks uh, really really neat. Like uh, the like the martial arts that this guy is using, he's much more like acrobatic than Kiryu is, uh, which I like. He's not a lot. like a six foot tall beef steak of a man. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, but it's still you know like I've said it several times today, but it's what if Phoenix Wright could kick your ass like. <laughs> it's, um, it did. It did. I mean, it did seem to use that kind of same um, mechanical combat that Yakuza did, in that he was glowing different. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah like, I'm sure it's the exact same engine they use for it. No, yeah, it, it's it is the dragon engine. Like you can tell, but like that's such I, a good name for it. It's good. Um, yeah, but it just looks cool. Well, as well. just what I'm saying is that like his Kiryu, not Kiryu, his his fighting style is different. Like it's gonna, it, it'll feel different. It looks different. Like. Uh, like he was doing, he's like hopping off walls and shit. Like, shit. Uh, like whereas Kiryu is eh, more like focused on like boxing and karate. Uh, this guy is more like um, eh, more like capoeira, sort of. And mm-hmm. uh, I forget what the other one I heard was. <laughs> I'm just copying someone else, but basically, like, it, it's a lot more acrobatic and. Just, I mean, I already said this. I'm repeating myself, but it looks really good, and I'm excited as hell for it. And I'm. It is explicitly in the Yakuza universe. You can recognize that it's Kamarocho in the trailer, and they do say that it is in some article or another. Uh, so I'm wondering how that'll tie in, if at all. I mean, there's no way it won't, because it's Kamarocho. What are, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, why would you yeah. have it there if it's not gonna tie in the Yakuza in some way? Um, I'm also wondering about Shin Yakuza, aka Yakuza 7, what's going to happen with... I, I assume that's just going to be released at a later date. Um, yeah, I mean, th- th- that, this definitely looks like further in development than Yakuza 7 was. I mean, they haven't shown anything for Yakuza 7, is the thing. Yeah, like, all we've seen is uh, Ichiban, like the photo of him, and that's yeah. it, so... Um, yeah, TLDR, Yakuza's good. Yeah, Yakuza's good. I'm about to play Kiwami 2, like, any day now. But I'm, I'm still just so caught up in 6. Like, it's really, really good. I've actually been slowing down on Yakuza to play a significantly less valid game, Borderlands 2. Oh. And Tales of the Borderlands, and Poker Night 2. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's, you know, it's not as bad as, it, as I would have thought. Like, there's... Like, the gunplay's good, there's... Like, the DLC has pretty good writing, even if the main story is lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played through one of the DLC... I beat... I played through and beat the entire game since... Since we last talked. Yeah, you can get uh, through it pretty quickly. Yeah. What Am what I, class are you playing? I... Well, the one I beat the game with is Gunzerker, but I've also got two other files which are uh commando and uh assassin is gunzerker a combination of gun and berserker absolutely yes, yes. of course and oh, damn. like his thing is like his he has an alt where you like where you take out two guns and shoot them at the same time you can dual wield any two weapons at once so you can dual wield love rocket launchers shit. sarah love that shit i yeah. mean any kind of media is improved by big gun and yeah. and the Gunzerker character very much does have a skill you can unlock called Sexual Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, I got hmm. that. And also the Capstone skill is like you flip off the enemies and get all your health back. <laughs> like you flip the it's, bird it's kind of flip off? Yes. Like the bird, yeah. Fuck, yes. Yeah, basically but you, you piss the enemies off to like grow your own life force, which is valid. Yeah, let's see. I've also been playing through Tales of the Borderlands, which is really good, actually. Tales it's... of the Borderlands is so much better. I mean, gameplay-wise, like, Borderlands gunplay still holds up really, really well. But, like, writing-wise, Tales of the Borderlands kicks so yeah. much ass. Like, it's, it's way really better than good. the actual main series games, in my yeah. opinion. I, I've gotten through... I, beat, I actually beat the second episode just before we started recording. Uh, that was incredible. Well, before I started talking. But anyways, I did that. I've been doing that. It's incredible. Like, I really like all of the, like, all the stuff they do with the characters and, like, 
they play with concepts from like DLC and stuff, and not only do they make it canon, they make it more interesting. My game. Uh, I was gonna do Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Um, I'm gonna say that for next week because this game is a little more urgent. It is Marvel's Spider-Man on yes! the PlayStation 4. Oh, I want to play that so bad. I've heard that's oh, really good. This <sighs> game is so fucking fun, folks. Like it, like it, it starts out like with like the cutscene of like you know showing Peter in his apartment or whatever. It's like you're gonna get evicted, but also they're gonna capture Kingpin today. So you swing out and like the cutscene transitions into gameplay and like the web slinging is, I've like never experienced a more fun way of like movement in a game before this it 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 handles like a dream like you know all there is like you makes you feel like spider-man and like it, it it really does um yeah like uh i i, I haven't played it but like just kind of going over some of the stuff that's in it with my you know my brother was telling me about it because he has it i don't um it, it seems like they took a lot of inspiration from Spider-Man 2, uh, but, yes. like, improved on it in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like, you know, the, the swinging mechanics of Spider-Man 2, which is, like, the one that everyone compares it to. Um, and then it basically is, like, the Arkham formula, like they did with the Batman games. It has the Arkham formula of, like, you have your main missions, and you have, like, a bunch of collectibles, um, and you have, like, sort of a rogues gallery. Like, this game has an interesting mix uh, of the Sinister Six, but like that's like at first it's like the Kingpin, then it's like all the stuff with Mister Negative. I also um, saw this guy called Tombstone, who I'd never heard of. Yeah, to- Tombstone is a character. Um, he's like he's in the game, and like he's not like one of the main villains. He's like a side villain. Mm-hmm. They do have like a, a few side villains, but like it's not like the sheer amount of them like there are in the Arkham games. It's, yeah. it's so that like each one gets a little bit of characterization. Um. But, like, the voice acting's all really well. Like, it's written great. Um, they actually use a really cool uh, uh, trivia where, like, they recorded all of Peter's voice lines uh, two or two or three different times, depending on, like... Because you get phone calls a lot, and you're talking to people, and you'll be swinging through the city. So if you're swinging through the city, he'll be, like, out of breath and stuff while he's talking to them. <laughs> but if you're standing <laughs> yeah, still, he'll be that. talking to them like normal. It's just, like, a cute little touch. Um, yeah, that's good as hell. Yeah, I've been like playing it nonstop all weekend. Um, it is a freaking blast. Wait, that's a uh, that's my spiel. Sarah, do you have anything to add? Any Pokemon you want to talk about? Um, God, sorry, I've just been like for the last like ten minutes or whatever, just been like scrolling through uh, images of the Spider Punk suit and looking at how fucking cool it is and like these little badges that are on there. It's really good. It's basically, just kind of wearing jeans. And Hold on, kind of... look up Spider Man twenty ninety nine. That's my favorite suit, and it's good as hell. Um, oh, that's intense. That's like, that's like if you just like invert the colors on, but like not quite, but a bit more. Just like that's that's. It's dope as hell. Um, yeah, you got the the number generator up, Argyle. Uh, yes, I am generating a Pokemon right now. Am I? Ooh, we got a good one today. For 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 the for the game I want to talk about, am I allowed to talk about not a video game? Are you on Naruto, Sarah? No, I'm not going to talk about Naruto. I'm going to talk about how I learned to play Magic the Gathering. Oh, that's oh, fine. Yeah, that's a game. That's a game. That counts. I learned to play Magic the Gathering yeah, go three ahead. days ago. That's like that's about all I have to say. The thing about okay, I mean the reason okay the reason that I was like went to my mate and was like hey 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 you you know how to play Magic can you teach me <laughs> I mean really because like I was feeling a little bit guilty that like I do a Yu Gi Oh podcast and I have a fucking clue how the Yu Gi Oh game works. Um, but like you played Magic the Gathering, I have Gathering. never <laughs> ever seen a Yu-Gi-Oh card for sale in this country. Fair. Like I like yeah, like, Yu-Gi-Oh is not that popular anymore. Game shops quite a lot, and I've never seen Yu-Gi-Oh like advertised or anything. So I was like, well, I guess everyone's playing Magic the Gathering, so that's a card game that like I can learn how to play. I'll learn that, guys. It's really fucking hard. <laughs> I tried playing the. Think there was like an magic. Xbox Live game one time, and it was free. So I tried it, and I just I couldn't. Magic is just really, really fun. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so so far with Magic, um, like I you I if I, you could like go into a game shop and be like, excuse me, I would like to start playing Magic the Gathering, and like they give you kind of like a free shitty deck to get you hooked on it, basically. Yeah. Um. So then they'll you like come back and give them lots of money. Um. 
So I went in and I was like, can I have my free deck? And like sat down with like this old Polish guy who like taught me how to play. Um, but the thing is, there's like several other game shops around town. And like, as soon as they restock on their welcome decks, we're going to go back and be like, I've never played Magic before, um, blah, blah, blah. And, and see how many cards we can get without paying for them first. Mm, there you um, go, game the system. There you go. Um, so far in Magic, my favorite has been like the black cards, which are all like vampires, and it's all about um, not only like sucking the other player's life, but like getting your, like you just like suck the other player's life and then like your life points go up and it's like very cool. Black cards are the um, goth decks of Magic. I am I am Pokemon going to make a very goth deck. Um, the only reason that I ended up with a goth deck was because whenever we went out like looking for cards, um, and we like started delving through like some game shops have like free boxes, so I was like you know shuffling through the cards and I knew nothing about them. Like my maid had like not told me any of like the concepts of Magic. He at least did tell me to like pick up any land cards that I, I saw because I mean that was good because otherwise I wouldn't have picked up any because I was like what the fuck do I want a swamp for? Turns out I really fucking need some swamps. Yep. Um, but I just kept hoarding <laughs> all the black cards because my nails were black on that day uh -huh. and I was like well I guess this is what I base my deck on. It was divine um, providence. So I've ended Sorry. up with a black deck um, and it's very good and one day I will actually you know learn how to play good and be able to do strategies. Because right now I don't have a fucking clue what's going on, and my friend keeps beating me. But it... someday I'll win a game of Magic. Um, but yeah, what's the random number of the Pokemon that we would like me to review, rate, and describe this week? So this week I generated number two hundred and twelve, and it's one you might have heard of. Oh, she, yeah. It, it, this is a yeah. Drumroll. It's Caesar. Uh, that. Oh is God. slutty Mr. Krabs. Caesar. Caesar's one of my favorite fucking Pokemon And Mega Caesar, because, I mean, it's the same number. Yeah. It does, I mean, that just says to me, slutty Mr. Krabs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I'm not sorry. Maybe this that's a good segment answer. is cancelled. Yes. <laughs> what if Mr. Krabs You can't Krabs just come out the thought. gate saying shit like that. I... Hey, 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 no, hey, no, hey, no. Let me, let me justify myself. Let me justify myself. Um... Uh, you know uh, musical theater, right? You know that thing. Um, I'm Spongebob, aware of a thing. There is a musical of yeah, Spongebob. Spongebob has a musical, and right? the yes. costume design for that is very, like, human-based. And specifically the costume design for Mr. Krabs just has, like, a sort of, like, a big ginger guy. And he's just wearing boxing gloves. And that's how you know he's Mr. Krabs. <laughs> this reminds me of that. Where it's just, like... Okay, alright, yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. They they are wearing boxing gloves, even though it, it just it just it, that, so great. yeah. That's my opinion on what's this Pokemon called again? Scizor. Scizor. I'm looking at this guy. What? He's definitely. And I do like it actually. Okay, all right, Sarah. What type do you think Scizor is? Uh, fight. Does look uh, like a fight to me. Uh. Uh. Uh, 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 Look at dark. its anatomy. Uh, crab, crab type, water. Mm, no. It ha nope. Notice the insect wings. It's bug type. Okay. Uh, it's bug type. Uh, yeah, bug. And sure. Yes, that. It is also part steel type. It was a Gen two Pokemon, uh, so they used it as one of the ways to debut the steel type, which yeah, wasn't you, you know Scyther, Sarah. Yeah, I know Scyther. Like the, the the praying mantis thing. Yeah, this is what it yeah, evolves into. Boy. Basically, if you pour molten metal on that, it turns into this. Hmm. Yeah, and Caesar's deal is that it's not necessarily an upgrade from Scyther, kind of a side grade. It is because, the same base stat total. Yeah, it's same base evolution. stat total, but it's it's got higher attack but lower speed as its deal, or maybe like higher defense. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it's a good Pokemon. But out of five stars, what would you rate it, Sarah? Um. Hmm. Um, two. Wow. Brutal. Oh, whatever. We're we're moving past it. <laughs> um, She's okay. She could fuck me up, I think. But hmm. I'm glad that you say she because I always I always use female scissors as well. I mean, if her name is Caesar, she's definitely a lesbian. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, that's really good. 
I was actually like, thank you. I think I had that joke in my head earlier today. I don't know why I was thinking that about was like Caesar the f- earlier. But... First thing I thought of whenever you said the word Caesar, and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, scissoring? Yeah. Okay. Um. So that was Yu-Gi-Oh. Queens of Games. What else is there to talk about? I guess we could talk about what episode we're going to do. We can, we can spend a little bit talking about episode titles, and we can like spend a little bit on. Like, eh, I don't, don't want to talk about read. episode titles. That sucks. That's boring. Um, okay. Well, I mean, the, if we're just going to scroll past it, then the best episode title is the the second to last one, or the third to last one, the first Bakker episode, which is a new development, Attack of the Handsome Young Man. Okay. Yes. That yeah, is. Handsome. That's effectively handsome. the best yeah. one. Okay. Handsome. End of story. Let's move on. Uh, I guess we could get to questions. Oh yeah, we do we have those. We should have quite a few questions built up. Oh yeah, we, we have. Uh, we, I don't think we minute. have any more than we did last time, uh, but we still have. We those have questions. the ones from. I we never bothered putting out a. Yeah, um, I didn't even do my Discord call like I usually do. Anyway, yeah. so let's go through these questions. I have them all up right now. Um, oh, okay, great. So I guess in the order they were sent in, this one comes in from Tilted Clink, who asks. So, Yu-Gi-Oh! seemed to be on the front end of a craze that chased after Pokemon specifically early 2000s, as tons of shows slash manga being about easily marketable toys. Other series did okay, like Beyblade, and others flopped, like Bakugan. So what do you think made fads like these have lasting power? Hmm. I'd say a tangible game that's enjoyable to play, as well as, like, just, like, the big-ass anime, and... I do think, um, like, like, fun card art helped. Yeah, yeah, something that everyone can appreciate. If you don't know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh, you can at least buy it because the card packs were cheap. And, you know, a couple bucks to get one, and it's like just look at the art. If anything else, you know. Yeah, and the Bakugans are like these weird things. They don't. They don't even do anything, do they? Like it. They have. I think my brother was into them for a while. You just like throw um, them at each other or something. They're little balls. I mean, you throw them on arena. Talking about, if you're talking about stuff like there's still a Beyblade anime. Yeah, yeah. It, series, it doesn't have like. like People remember Yu-Gi-Oh, though. I just think it was because, A, it was the ni- well, early 2000s, 90s, where, like, that was peak fad culture, where, like, anything could catch on and have lasting power. Um, yeah. And, B, it was, like, cheap to make and cheap to buy. So, like, anyone could get in on them. And it had just, like, that kind of universal appeal where, okay, even if I don't know how to play the card game, I can at least look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. Like, I never played I the Pokemon because... card game, but I had a ton of those things. I have so many Pokemon cards. But I remember getting on the bus like a few months ago and just like these two like school kids like sat down beside me and I was just like sitting there trying to like read the Yu-Gi-Oh manga on my phone or something and they like started talking about Pokemon cards and these were like these two 12 year olds and it's like the year of our Lord 2018 and I was like holy shit. Amazing. Yeah. It's like, good to hear. The, the game shop I go to my Pathfinder uh, things It's refreshing they... to know that kids are still gamers these days. They, they do have like it's sad a, know that kids a Pokemon are still event, and like I stopped by there one time to just like look over th- some books, and they there were like just a whole bunch of kids playing Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is still very much a thing, and I mean they they, they hold the Pokemon Company holds like worlds every year, and they have like a game championship and a card championship. Um, the the other thing I wanted to say was I think it like helps in that like. The, the game of the card game of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, is reasonably similar to the way it is in the anime. Whereas stuff like... like I, I, I have watched... The only other thing is, like, is I've watched the Beyblade anime and also done a Beyblade when I was like 12. And like the, the Beyblade anime is all about like, oh, kill dragons come out of the weird tops. And like it's got kind of nothing to do with the way it is in real life. Right. Um... Whereas, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh, even, you know, you, like, you don't play Yu-Gi-Oh cards with the holograms and stuff, but, like, you're still doing the same thing as they're doing in the anime. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot of broken rules, I mean, rules, you're not, like, rules yeah. yeah, no, it, it, it's a similar concept. You're doing yeah. what, you get to do what you see your idols do. I mean. And also, I, I mean, I don't know, I've never watched the other animes, but, like, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! and the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon animes have, like, something unique to them. Like, they have kind of a character, yeah. like, a, a kind of a charm about them. And just in kind yeah. of how janky they are. I think Beyblade and Bakugan, like, the animes were just, like, really generic. They feel like imitations of what came before. Whereas Pokemon yeah. and Yu-Gi-Oh! were, like, the forefront of, like, the fad animes. Yeah, like, yeah, like, Beyblade and, uh, like, Bakugan, that was more like a mid-2000s thing, wasn't it? 
Yes. Oh, I yeah. think late Bakugan is like late 2000s. Yeah. Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> this one also comes from from Clotted Clink, who says, "Jesus, my last question was long." Anyway, who has funnier hair, Yugi or Yami? I'm gonna go hmm. and give this one to Yami. I need a I need a comparison image. They're the hmm. well, they're not the same hair. I made that mistake before, believing they're the same hair. Yami has a little lightning bolts in it. I then think, I gotta go with Yami. I think Yami has sillier hair because not only does his hair have a little bit more like stuff in it, but that's also the hair of a five thousand year old pharaoh. Oh my You know God, what? I'm I'm going God. with Yugi. And I'm going, going with, with Yugi, Yugi because you know, if you're gonna have fucking ridiculous hair, you gotta commit to the bit. I mean, like, we're we're gonna get there, we're gonna get back to Millennium World, we're gonna get to see uh, the 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 pharaoh, sorry, I nearly said his name there. Um, in his, you know, home environment of Egypt, and he looks fresh as fuck. Yeah. And like he he just commits to the bit, whereas Yugi's got like just kind of stupid looking hair. And Yugi just, you know, just looks like that. Yugi's just like a fifteen year old kid who looks whack. Yeah, I mean, like Yugi, he's not even like like he's not even a goth kid. He should be a goth kid, but he's not even a goth kid. And like you just you gotta commit. So Yami, you know, Yami style icon, Yugi, come on, up your game. Get it together, kid. (laughs) Um, Okay, next is a question from Dark Wizard James Mason, who asks, Want to hear about my Dungeons & Dragons anime? His name is Sephiroth Goku the Stampede. And he's a half demon oh, angel, half vampire, oh, no. and time travels to save his girlfriend, etc., etc., etc. Jesus! Wow, that's an old. That's, that's a, Goku that's a deep pull. That's a deep cut. That is a fucking deep cut. <laughs> yes. We have really good fans of the show who are able to like fucking viscerally dredge up these old memories into our brains. <laughs> Thank God. you so I need to rewatch to the F Zero GX. Let's play. God, she's great. That was really oh good. I'm so glad that everyone that? got that. Yeah, uh, I'm no, kind of surprised uh, that I have got no that. idea what the fuck y'all are on about. We'll we'll explain later. It's it's a okay. it's an old internet thing. It's a joke from an LP, basically. That's it. That's what it was. It's it's just like a very fucking deep cut. So next we have from Dark Horse Douglas who asked. Oh, and, and this is more relevant to the episode we watched, but. We've been watching episode two weeks ago. Heard you were watching the best episode of season zero. Yami Bakura's oh "Oh, fuck face when Ryo drops the missing soul dice still kills me. Anyway, the question. Based on the monster world mechanics shown in the eps, would you guys want to play a D&D campaign with these rules? Or is the low rolls equal a good mechanic a turn off? I very much want to fucking play this game. Low rolls equals... I do, but I I want It doesn't make any difference. It just reverses how it goes. Like, that's all it is. My main issue is just that there's not any like clear stats. Like you just do stuff. It is completely and it random happens. chance. Which like that's part of what makes D&D kind of not good is that it it's so the it's so up to random chance that it it could just swing anyway and you know, you it's don't swinging. Swinging. Yeah, whereas like a a, a 2d6 system like PBTA, you're going to get more like average rolls like you know, you're going to get more towards the middle of the road because you're using more than one die. It's not uh, completely the same chance of rolling every number. Right. Yeah, actually, I um, like the, the one with, the, with rolling lower. Um, I actually learned this um, from one of my DMs uh, the other day that because um, I'm, I'm currently playing in a campaign uh, which is uh, based off of, um, no, it's based off of Pendragon mechanics. Um, which is, you know the way in D&D you have your stats and they're like 12, constitution, yeah. 18, something. Um, apparently the way that was originally supposed to work was that you would roll your d20 and your aim was to roll underneath your number. Huh. So like if you had like a 10 strength, that's really average. You still have, you have like a 50-50 chance of rolling underneath that. I'm trying to think of um, another system. I think like, I think maybe a... I think maybe Eclipse Phase does that, something like that. I know lasers and feelings, uh, uh, pe- er, uh, chew bubble gum, and honey heist all have that sort of thing. They're all that sort of 
There's also a ga- another game I know of, I think, called Goblin Quest that does something like that. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. where it's kind of a joke because you're trying to roll low numbers. Or, and Goblin Quest is, is kind of a comedy one, so you're, so like part of the humor comes from trying to roll low numbers. I, re- I really like the, the roll under system. Um, like it, it, it kind of feels weird um, because like, you know, like your kind of brain is like, oh yeah, higher is better, but like the roll under system like Not really golf works. Scores. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but actually, and I heard that D&D was originally supposed to, like Pendragon is that system, but I heard that D&D was supposed to be that system originally, and like the reason that they introduced like modifiers and damage and all this other kind of shit in like first edition D&D, uh, sort of first second edition D&D, was because the company that like made the dice that they were like trying to sell with their games wouldn't only make the D20s and would only make the dice in like the poly set of seven. So, like, huh. the company that started D&D was just like, oh, fuck, we have to, like, figure out a reason to use all these other dice. And that's kind of why we ended up with the D&D we have today. Necessity oh God, is the mother incredible. of invention. Yeah, capitalism is the mother of invention. That's how, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, basically, TLDR, we would all very much fucking want to play uh, Monster World. <laughs> um, this one comes in from host of the show, Mike Dawson. Oh. Who asks, sending a question on my own god dang podcast in case I missed a chance to bring it up. Do you think Shadi went back to Egypt or is he just chilling in Japan? Um, he's definitely just chilling in Japan. He's hanging out in Japan. Thank he's you, playing Mike pachinko. Dawson. He's just hanging out. He's going to cabaret yeah. clubs. He's doing all the things you do in Yakuza. Actually, you don't play pachinko <laughs> in Yakuza. I don't know why. Uh, Shadi's just like finding thugs on the street and beating the fuck out of them and then like looking into their souls and seeing what they got going on. Just just remember the topic of our discussion Discord chat, which is this is where we talk about Yakuza. Yes. <laughs> it all comes back to Yakuza. Yeah, I've I've infected all of our brains with the Yakuza poison. We we have the Kiryu brain worm. Uh, <laughs> so that's where Shadi yeah, is. Just smoking yeah, big doinks and Kamarocho. Like <laughs> smoking big doinks and Kamarocho. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he went to Kamarocho. Look, he's doing karaoke. He's disco dancing. He's playing darts, pool. He's doing all sorts of stuff. He's having a great time, living yeah. his best life. Uh, so, I guess kind of winding down um, because this episode is already running pretty fucking long. We're like an hour twenty on my recording. What are we gonna do next? What's next? So, what are our so, options? Next, our our uh, options. Are, we have two options. Either to uh-huh. watch the 1999 film that's like ties directly into the 1998 anime that isn't related to Duel Monsters, or just go straight into Duel Monsters. I mean, I think the the choice is obvious. I think we have to do the movie first. I'd like yeah. to do the movie personally. I want to be able to like, I, do yeah, this. I kind of want to get to Duel Monsters, but let's do this. Let's do this movie. I gotta see it. Yeah, it's like I, like I I am so pumped to like get the fuck into Julius Kingdom, but like if we don't watch the nineteen ninety nine film, which I believe features Sato Kaiba heavily, yes. when the fuck else are we gonna watch it? So, like, it exactly. Like I don't want it I don't want there to be a point in the show where we all we do is like for like a month straight just watch movies every yeah. single week. Yeah. Plus if we do it chronologically, like doesn't Dark Side of Dimensions take place like during like the Duel Monsters part of the series? I have no idea, and I have seen Dark Side of Dimensions. I haven't a fucking clue. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll, uh, wait, we'll actually, no, no. Well, I do actually know. I do know the answer to this, and I am yeah. not going to give it to you. Uh, yeah, let me just like, Google Yu Gi Oh timeline. Uh, we can, we um, can uh, work d- this out d- later. Dark, Dark Side of Dimensions like, uh, kind of takes place whenever they're graduating from high school. Okay. Uh, cool. so yeah, it's all this happened when they were in high school. Yeah. They're all just teenagers. Uh, They're 16. I'm not a little boy. I'm 15. A little less 16 candles, a little more dual me. The littlest (laughs) 16-year-old. So, I guess, then that's... (laughs) That that debate has been settled. Wow, that was quick. So next week, we will be watching the 1999 film of the Yu-Gi-Oh! 1998 season. Does it have a name? I don't know. I... I think it's just called Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I don't even know where to find it. Like, I... 
Where can we where, find We're going to have to find that yeah, out. Yeah, where are we going to watch this? Wait, hey, where did we find the 1998 anime? You can, if you know how to Google, you can find it. I, I did something very illegal to find it. No, um, we didn't. We just, we, we figured it out. Are we going to yeah, watch it together? Yeah, sorry. I really want to do that. Listen, the Kaiba Corp legal process is very well well funded. We'll be, we'll be in the clear. As, as Kaiba once said, screw the rules, I have money. I mean, none of us do, but Kaiba does, and that's what's more important. I love memes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we had money, what, what, that would be an insult to Kaiba, you know? Folks, if we had money, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd be, like, hanging out in Japan or something. I'd with be Kaiba. with Shadi in Japan. With, 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 with Shadi and Kaiba and Kiryu. Yes. My, my, my three, three dads. dads. <laughs> my three dads cubed. <laughs> So, yeah, so join us next week for the 1999 Yu-Gi-Oh! movie titled Yu-Gi-Oh! The Movie. Um, and then we'll be ridiculous. in Duel's Kingdom. Um, just just a, another another uh, call for if you would like to be on an episode, feel free to ask. We love having guests. It's a lot of fun. Um, it, it breaks up the... the um, Power bullshit. The bullshit. Yeah, it, 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 it's nice having people who have new viewpoints, especially because chances are more often than not our guests know more about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, than like hosts Audrey do. just completely shows. Like us Audrey, up. resident Yu-Gi-Oh. We historian. can't have Audrey on the show ever again. She we will just. We need someone <laughs> who actually plays the card game. Who's I, I would very much like to like stream playing the card game with someone. Um, because just to get the full experience, but we'll we'll look that out later. So basically, yeah, if you want to um, also be on look an episode, forward to more hosts uh, starting with Duel. Yeah, we, we already have a good amount of people who who are going to be on. Like we have, I think we I think we've had four people who wanted to be on Dungeon Dice Monsters, and luckily there are four episodes of Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yeah, um, so we'll be able to fit all that <laughs> in. But basically, yeah, come to us. Um, by the way, you can reach us on Twitter at Pod of Agreed Cast and on Tumblr at podofagreed.tumblr.com. Send us a message. Let us know if there's a specific episode you'd like to guest on. And if it hasn't been taken, you can be on that. It's as simple as that. Um, and as always, send us questions. Um, I know a lot of people probably won't want to watch like an entire movie. Um, and if you don't want to... It might be a good movie. It might be a good movie. Know. Who knows? But if bad. not, just send us questions anyway because we like really reading bad? the bullshit you make us say. If it's really bad, we'll have a fun like just ripping the shit out of it. So yeah, it'll 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 be a uh, it'll be a flop house. Hey, what if it's just a movie yeah. that just covers like the Kaiba arc and it's all the same shit we've seen before? I know. I think it's a. I think it's his own story because there's like a unique character in it. Okay. Uh, I right. hope so. Um. So I guess um. With that, Argyle, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter. I am at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also find me on the Extra Credit Podcast. We read bad things from the internet. We do it badly, but it's a lot of fun. That is at T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. You can also find me on, uh, just a sec, um, it's called Pen and Paper Bullshit. It is a, a an actual play podcast. Um, it has several games going at the moment. Uh, I am in two of them uh just i i don't know what the address is for it uh <laughs> the the what what the website is it's on libsyn it's pen and paper bullshit or not libsyn i think it might be on pod if, whatever it doesn't matter just look it up uh you can you can con let's see there's my tumblr uh, mike dawson with a zero dot tumblr dot com there's my twitter uh, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero dot Tumblr dot com. There's my comedy blog, Xbox at Xbox underscore Holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with with uh dan- bleh, tongue stuck with with Xbox. What's the most recent Usher one? Uh, let's Is it see. Happy Labor well, Day? The most recent one was yesterday's. Oh. It was a double one. Uh, Happy Dreamcast Day, Xbox, Aww. and Happy. Cheer no day Xbox. Okay. I wrote it as just like the Circle Nine. I want to shout out the podcast Unfortunate Associates. It's a podcast for a series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. They go through like the books and okay. the TV show. Just like one thing you got to keep in mind. It's not like what about the Jim Carrey usual, movie? Like reca- <laughs> they do do a commentary track on the Jim Carrey movie. Oh my god. 
Sweet. The one thing I just want to note is like their format is more like a book club discussion rather than a recap. So you might want to go with that going in. Mm. Consume the media. Mm. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm Max. Um, you can find me at, at Max Vigilion on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, I'm Sarah. I'm like on Twitter and shit at Sarah Mick Costumes. And for the last 10 minutes, I've just been setting up a new coupon on my Etsy shop. <gasps> which is really oh, big nice. dice. Um, which, you know, all the other coupons I've mentioned on this show give you 20% off. This coupon gives you 21% <laughs> off. Um, <gasps> and you can use the coupon code KYBACORP oh, um, to get God. 21% off any dice. Is there any uppercase letters shop. they need to know about? Really big dice. Any is what? it case sensitive? Uh, it's just all caps, KYBACORP. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, cool. And actually, uh, this is the last time I will plug this, but I do have another podcast, which is called Unpick, um, which the last episode of comes out uh, probably today by time this airs, or maybe yesterday or something. Um, and that's that finished, and I never have to plug it again. Uh, you can plug it on like the um, next couple episodes, probably. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, and that's me. I'm Cosmo on Twitter. No, no, Tumblr. Um, cool beans. <laughs> This has been Pod of Greed. This has been Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero. Yeah, this has been Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero. And with that, I say... Uh, with that... Fuck off, Yu-Gi-Oh! With that, I end Fuck my off, podcast. <laughs>